God bless you and welcome back to Yesterday Ended. I'm your host, Dennis Dobbin. Thanks for joining me today. Have you ever looked through a telescope? They are designed to enable us to see things at a great distance and focus on one particular point. My question today is, what are you looking at? What is your focus? What you look at on a regular basis influences who you are. Whatever we place in front of ourselves can form a foundation for our identity. So what is your foundation? Advertising is all about image. Every designer from fabrics, clothing, cars, housing, etc. are all trying to sell us an image. What are you buying? Today's episode is entitled, The Image. We hold it up and look at it, and in it we see ourselves. Therein abides an image that we see and accept as ourselves. It is who we are. But what are we holding up, and towards what do we look for the image that we see as the real me? From darkness comes a fleeting image, a fashion to be, a trend to match, a style to copy. They are forms with no content and they are temporal. Yet so many times that is what we look at and accept as the standard of what we must become, what we must wear, look like, act, have, and desire. But who are we really? Are we flesh and blood beings only? Does not the Spirit of God dwell within us? What is the standard? What is the measure that we hold up and endeavor to be? Is it the Christ that made us free, or our mortal trappings that make us who we are? What is the center of our focus? Upon what is our heart fixed? In the morning and at night, where are our thoughts set? These will make the image that we accept as ourselves. Are they from our past, our neighbors, or within our flesh? Or are they from God, from His heart, from His Word that shows us who we really are and how we were meant to live? As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. God says in his word, you are his child, identified with Jesus, made righteous by him, victorious in him, loved by him. God's word says that's who you are. To see yourself, look in his word. So, what's your identity? Who are you? When someone asks that question, do you think to pull out your license or ID card and say, well, this is who I am, name, address, etc.? Is that who you are? Height, weight, eye, and hair color? Isn't there more? What are the elements, most importantly, the content, that make us who we are? All too often we identify ourselves by our appearance, our jobs, our race, you know, the nationality or gender. But as Christians, we should see beyond the physical and realize there's much more below the surface. It talks about that in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Let's take a look at that. Verse 15. For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace through the thanksgiving of many may redound to the glory of God. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. 
Well, we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So our lives can be spent in the flesh or in the spirit. The choice is ours to look at that which is temporal or eternal. We can focus on the outward man that is already dying or on the inward man that is being renewed day by day. What is our focus? What will we follow? How do we decide who we are and what we do? In Romans 12, 2, it says, And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So the world seeks to mold us according to its design, but we are commanded not to let that happen. We are commanded to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. I don't renew myself. The Word and the Spirit of God renews me. We are new creations, remember? And we're given that in our new birth, in our salvation. Unfortunately, that does not change or make our minds new. We must, by our own actions, take the Word of God into our hearts and be changed by it. This is the renewal process. Our minds have been fashioned by the images and words we have heard and believed in our lives. How much effort have we made to be transformed by the renewing of our mind? The Word is what changes us, but it does it from the inside out. For that to happen, we must repeatedly put the Word into our hearts. We must seek, read, meditate on, delight in, love, and remember the Word of God. It should be more than our necessary food to us. Then and only then can we be truly and deeply changed. If we continue to look to the world's wisdom and standards, that is all we will be. In Hebrews, it gives us the right direction to look and the right focus of our hearts. In Hebrews 12, 2, it begins, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. These verses instruct us to look and consider. The Greek word for looking in verse 2 is only used this one time in the Bible. According to Thayer's lexicon, it means to turn the eyes away from other things and fix them on something. Have you turned away from the world and its fashions? And have you fixed your eyes on Jesus? And while you have your eyes focused on him, are you considering him? First you look only at him, and then logically ponder what Christ endured, lest he be wearied and faint in your minds. Looking to Jesus and considering his life gives us hope and the ability to endure. When we observe Jesus' accomplishments and recognize Christ is in us, then we can do all things through him. 1 Peter 2.21 For even hereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps. So what are you following? To trace the footsteps of someone in the sand requires for us to see those steps. 
then we can faithfully step where they have stepped. We must focus on their footprints. I've often mentioned to others that when I read a book or listen to a Bible teacher, I judge the work based on how much they lead me to Jesus. Is he in the center or on the edge or not even mentioned? So what is the image of your life? God had a plan for us, and it's shown us in Romans 8.29. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. In this verse we are shown God's plan and intent for our lives, to be conformed to the image of his Son. This shows us what the renewing of our minds will accomplish. If we are not conformed to this world, we can be conformed to the image of Christ. And not the outward appearance, but the all of him. We are as he is. The word tells us how to walk in him. It's shown to us in Second Peter chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us unto glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust, through the knowledge of him. From the scriptures we gain an understanding of who we are as children of the Most High God. The next phrase is concerning the exceeding great and precious promises. These promises give us the opportunity to partake in the divine nature. But promises unclaimed are promises unfulfilled. We can only claim those promises that we have learned. How many promises do you know? What we look at determines what we become. In 2 Corinthians 3.18, It shows us the process of change. But we all, with open face, beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord, are changed into the same image, from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. To be changed into the image of the glory of the Lord is the work of the Spirit within us. Our job is to behold the Lord by way of the Scriptures. What are you looking at? In Proverbs 23, it tells us in verse 7 how our mind works and the result. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, saith he to thee, but his heart is not with thee. What do we permit space in our heads? What we look at and entertain in our hearts and minds, we will eventually become. Jesus has accomplished our salvation and our sonship. He has brought us into the family. We have access. The Father wants us to be like Jesus. As we put the word in our heart and hold it fast, we will be changed and obtain a family resemblance. We will have the image of Jesus Christ as our very own. Ever since 2017, advertising expenditures in the United States have exceeded $200 billion. In a couple of years, it's estimated to exceed $300 billion. Advertising is designed to grab our attention. 
Proverbs told us that what we think about is who we become. Everything around us is trying to sell itself to us. We are being force-fed a diet of the world. So what is in your library? What's on your playlist? What do you watch on TV? Who do you listen to on the radio? All these things play a part in who we are. There are times when I have fasted from external sources to enable me to focus on the truth, on Jesus. Today might be a good day to take an inventory of your surroundings and the things you allow into your heart. What is the image of your heart?